Welcome back um, to a long, long-awaited hiatus we're coming off of. Um, it's been three weeks since our last published episode. We're pieces of shit. Yeah, we we took a mental health month weeks. almost. Yeah, oddly. Uh, yeah, um, stuff's just been rough, 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 rough. Like a dog, you know. We've been getting kicked around like abused dog at work. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. You know, I don't know, when you just get treated shit like work constantly, it just starts to make you feel like you're just a shitty person in general, or not even a person at all. It- work has been awful, and yeah, we had to- we had to just tone it. Take some mental health days on our weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So, I am your co-host, Peyton. Co-host? Oh wait. I'm your host, Peyton. I am the co-host, Mikhail. (laughs) Um, Just a heads up, I will not be editing this episode. It takes me about two hours to edit normal episodes that are about an hour and under. I don't even want to imagine how long it would take me to edit this episode. So, yeah. This episode's gonna be a... A roller coaster and a rager, man. This is episode five, so this will be a high-profile case, and we're going to do it over the Watts murders. Um, this case will be about Chris Watts. I don't care about him. He is a shitty human and individual in itself. Um, get ready for the bashing and the slander. Mm-hmm. I do not support this man at all. I do not believe that he is innocent in any way, and I deserve that he should, I think that he should rot in hell if it exists. He, yeah, he's definitely rotting in prison right now. He's getting beat the hell up every day, if not every hour. I hope he is. Anyways, welcome to the Killers Podcast. Trigger warnings for this episode, there is child death. Um, family annihilation, the death of an unborn child, and brutal and graphic murders along with graphic disposals of bodies. Um, I'm just going to pull some timelines off the internet because my mental health is at an all-time low and I did not do the research for this one. So, we're just gonna go over some timelines and you guys can just hear our opinions that you can probably already guess about this piece of shit. He sucks. If you, just, just a little side note here, if you believe that Shanann was at fault for the death of herself and her children, um, fuck right off. (laughs) <laughs> you're a little late there. Yeah. Um, didn't know what you were going to do. Yeah, F right off and stop listening to this podcast. Unsubscribe because I don't want your view count no. at all. I could give less of a shit about you if you think that's he's correct. Um, on this podcast, we do not victim blame. No. No, no, no. No. <laughs> okay, so this all starts in 2010. The couple met when Chris sends Shanann a Facebook message. Um, she lived in New Jersey... Um, but later moved to North Carolina, where she and Chris met through social media. She says, I got a friend request from Chris on Facebook. She says in a Facebook video that was later released, I was like, what the heck? I'm never going to meet him. Except, one thing led to another, and eight years later, we have two kids. We live in Colorado, and he's the best thing that ever happened to me. On November 3rd, 2012, two years later, Shanann and Chris marry. They tie the knot in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, A year later after that, on December 17th, 2013, their first child, Bella, is born. Uh, Bella Marie Watts was born in Colorado. Shanann was so excited to have her first baby girl. She spent every minute thanking God and taking care of her precious gift that the Lord had blessed her with. Their obituary reads, she loved and cherished her. Two years later, on July 17th, 2015, their second daughter, Celeste, was born. Um, they nicknamed her Cece. She was a summer baby, also born in Colorado. Shanann was so excited to be able to have another child because of her battle with lupus. The family obituary reads, She was determined to stay healthy, and with her love for Celeste, every moment with her was a blessing. 
Also the same year, in June 2015, the Watts filed for bankruptcy. With a combined income of $90,000 in 2014, in addition to credit card debt, student loans, and medical bills, the couple filed for bankruptcy in June 2015, stating that their $3,000 mortgage and $600 car payments took up most of their $4,900 in monthly expenses. Additionally, their homeowners association sues them for unpaid for unpaid HOA fees. My goodness. Which, by the way, that's not an excuse. I'm pretty sure if Chris has not yet, at some point in time, he will try to use that for an excuse to try and escape his quote-unquote old life for a new one. Just a bit of a spoiler alert. I don't care. Okay? You're an adult. You have responsibilities. You deal with them, okay? Mm -hmm. You're not a child. I don't care if you file for bankruptcy or not. Plenty of people do. Mm Mm-hmm, and they're fine. Um, yeah, get over it. My mom didn't murder me. She filed for bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm alive. (laughs) In May 5th, 2018, Shanann posted a sweet Facebook Live video. In a 31-minute and 13-second-long Facebook Live video, Shanann muses about family life, saying, I love waking up now on Saturdays and being able to enjoy my family. She talks about being excited for their upcoming summer in Colorado. She says, I believe everything in life happens for a reason, and I also believe people are placed in our life for a reason. Chris can be seen playing with the girls in the background. On June 11, 2018, Shanann surprises Chris with the news that they're expecting. Shanann wears a shirt with that says, Oops, we did it again, and surprises Chris with news of their pregnancy. He reacts, saying, That's awesome. I would shoot myself if my husband reacted with a third kid by saying, that's awesome. I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids, so I can't say how I would react, but... I don't know. Wouldn't you be happy, you know? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the video. Like, he could have been... Yeah, he could have been being like, oh my god, that's awesome! And it just sounds bland because I'm an autistic piece of shit that's reading this with no tone. Well, also... I would want something a little more than that's awesome. Maybe congratulations, babe. Because she was sick. Not with this one. I mean, she had lupus earlier, but like, don't you have, continue to have lupus? No comment. I am not a medical professional. Uh, June 17th, 2018. So just six days later, Shanann posts a Father's Day message to Chris on Facebook. Chris, we are so incredibly blessed to have you. You do so much every day for us and take great care of us. You are the reason I was brave enough to agree to number three. From laundry to kids' showers, you are incredible, and we are so lucky to have you in our life. Happy Father's Day. The same month, in June 2018, Chris starts talking to Nicole Kissinger, I think. I think that's how you say her name. Um, Nicole also works in... Anadarko Petroleum's environmental department and would see operators, including Chris, on the way to the fridge. Chris came by her office and struck up a conversation one day, and they have their first meeting outside of the office later in the month. A month later, in July 2018, Chris starts a physical relationship with Nicole. According to the Denver Post, Chris sees Kissinger about four or five times a week, and they start a physical relationship in early July. He tells her that he's almost divorced. Not true. Not true. Mm-mm. Not true. Later that month, while Shanann and the girls are out of town in North Carolina, he tells Nicole that the divorce is final. Lying. Boys, girls, gays, non-binary people. That's what I'm saying. Um. Never fall for a married person. Just gonna say it. Because I feel like nine times out of ten, when they tell you that they're going to get a divorce, demand to see the fucking paperwork. Mm-hmm. I need the receipts, son. You better show me. Just be like, oh yeah? 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 Can I see proof? Because I promise you, it's not chances true. are they're probably lying to you, and you don't want to get yourself caught up in that mess. The insider reports that Nicole goes to Chris's home for the first time on July 4th, and they have their first phone call on, re- on record on July 7th. They also go on a date to Shelby American Collection Car Museum on July 14th and spend the night at the Great Sand Dunes <sighs> National Park on July 28th, all while his family is away. On July 30th, he gives her a love note before joining his family on vacation. Oh, that's what she looks like. Mm. 
Um, July 31st, Chris flies to North Carolina to join his family. Despite it being a family vacation, texts that Shanann forward to a friend show signs of trouble between the couple. Further messages also showed that there was tension between her and Chris's parents. On August 4th, 2018, Nicole shops for wedding dresses online. Just weeks after they start talking, Nicole's cell phone data showed that she looked at wedding dresses online for two hours. Ew. I'm sorry, that's gross. Which, um, the balls that you have... The balls that you have... I'm going between sources right now because one of them is a little bit better, but the other one just had earlier information. I think that this is the better one. Um, also... Um, in July of 2018, Nicole sends Chris semi-nude photos of herself, which he stores on a secret calculator app on his phone. What a little kid. This is one of the photos that was found. First of all, who took that? Him or her? Oh my god! I think he did, because look, look yeah. at this little... Ew. Um, this is the insider.com. Um, if you guys want to go look at it, you can see one of the photos that Nicole took of herself to send to Chris. And somebody would have had to have taken this. Mm -hmm. Um, Watts told investigators that part of what drew him to Nicole was the feeling that she was pursuing him instead of the other way around. Okay. Which, okay, if, buddy, listen, if that is true, um, why the fuck would you continue to entertain the relationship? Or, like, you have a wife that you're having children with. So, she's showing that she wants you just a little, maybe. Also, in July, Chris gives Nicole a love note. Um, I'm gonna read little bitty quotes that are included in this love note to show what a piece of shit this guy is. Um, when I'm around you, I feel peace in the atmosphere. Okay, fucking Shakespeare. Um, I can't resist the feel you put me on another level. You keep my engine roaring when you're pushing on the pedal, which he used the wrong you are there. What? Like, what Did he? Cool is it? Yeah. When you, yeah. You yeah. are. So, um, this bitch is a piece of shit and he can't spell. He's illiterate. You yeah. bring me right back down to earth, love, Chris. Okay, on August 4th, 2018, at 12.45am, Shanann sends her husband a long text message accusing him of failing to stand up to his parents after exposing their daughter, Celeste, to nuts, which she was allergic to. Which, just reading over this briefly, Shanann went off, but rightfully so. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you would forget something like that. Especially with a young child that hasn't been around that long. Yeah, a severe allergy. In the text, Shanann also tells Chris that he hasn't shown any signs of missing her in the weeks that they've been apart. Watts told the investigators that he should have ended things with Nicole and focused on his family after learning about the peanut... Peanut... Fracas? Fracas, which he referred to as Nutgate. What a fucking Chad. This man's a chotch. Like, he sucks. Later that day, Shanann appears to have had a fight with her in-laws, which prompted them to skip Celeste's birthday party that summer. Here are the texts that she exchanged with a friend at the time. You want to read these? Yeah, um, she sent her friend the texts, and, uh, the friend goes, what did he say? Nothing. Nothing at all? Just that he loves his kids. Did he say that he loves you? No. He asked me if kids could see his parents, and I said no. I'm standing my ground. They haven't made contact in four weeks. No show to her party. Nothing said for her birthday. It's shocking that he hasn't said a word to you about what you said to him. I'm so sorry, honey. He needs to open up and talk to you about everything. You guys need to clear the air and work on it, and then work on the issue with his parents. Watts later told investigators that he believes that he may have killed his wife and his kids due to pent-up anger he harbored towards Shanann for what he described as creating a wedge between him and his family that he said dated back to the beginning of their relationship. Okay, no offense, um, and this is not me being sexist, 
Maybe it is. Maybe this is me making a sexist remark. If you are having problems with your partner and you feel like they're creating a wedge for you and your family, I don't know. Maybe instead of waiting months um, and killing them, maybe just have a conversation yeah, and be like, hey, I really don't appreciate this. We, we need to find a way to work this out together. Like, I will talk to my parents about what they did. That is unfair. But I also need you to kind of, like, lay off a little bit and let me prove to you and prove to myself that I can stand up for you if that's the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. You do not need to wait and then become a fucking family annihilator. Exactly. He did not even try. August 4th, 2018. Oh, wait. I already read that. Uh, Nicole's searching for wedding dresses. On August 7th, 2018, Shanann confides in friends about her problems with her husband. Uh, Chris told me last night he's scared to death about this third baby, and he's happy with just Bella and Celeste and doesn't want another baby. And she put some crying emojis. And her friend said he's just scared. Everything will be fun once the baby comes. Addie, he has changed. I don't know who he is. Fine, not fun. What do you mean? He hasn't touched me all week, kissed me, talked to me, except for when I'm trying to figure out what is wrong. What? That doesn't sound like Chris. Did he go to the appointment? Yes, but cold. Addie, I have no idea what happened. Go through his phone, make sure there isn't some other bitch I have to kill. This is total left field. Why why no to counseling? Totally is out of left field. He said he's not sitting on no damn couch saying what he just said to me to no stranger oh jesus he's changed i don't know who he is shenan can be seen texting on august 9th 2018 shenan tells her friends that watts went to her ultrasound but was cold to her so she decided to cancel the baby's gender reveal party he refused to hold me said he's not there he can't I haven't slept most of the week. My eyes burn from crying so much. I cancel gender reveal. Nikki's going to tell me today. I need happy news right now. I said to him, how is this a few months? We were so, uh, we were so intimate and what I thought in love when I left. He said he had a lot of time to think. This baby in my belly deserves his full love either way. Um, I said, you sat here in this living room and said you think it would be a great thing to have another baby. We talked to it out a lot beforehand and we agreed to do this you were so excited and happy i think you will come to his senses and feel like an ass in a few months and shanann said i grabbed his hand during the ultrasound and he didn't grab back i cringed he rejected sex uh he rejected sex night what i think that she meant to say he rejected sex every night since we arrived but i don't know only thing i can think of even though i don't think he has it in him as another girl which that proves a little bit of like obviously especially if they were going through bankruptcy which i think would um influence their decision to have a third child Mm -hmm. you i hope talk about having kids before you have kids yeah you don't just blindly go into it I hope most people blindly go into it which I i'm just saying insane. they obviously seemed responsible yeah. and smart and talked oh, yeah. about it beforehand and so then i can understand why shanann was like whoa what the fuck mm-hmm. because like all of a sudden what you're so happy to do this and we talked about it and we're both on the same page yeah, and then no, all of a don't. sudden you're doing a fucking 180 and you act like you wish i would why I, I wouldn't have went through with this pregnancy at all yeah like on August 9th, 2018, Shanann leaves for a business trip to Arizona. On the way there, she tells a friend that she had her best talk yet with Chris the night before. I'm, uh, I'm trying to go with the flow. He's talking and kind of being Chris. And her friend said, oh my, OMG, thank God. I love you guys so much and I know you'll be okay. But he's very distant still. Having a boy is a blessing. That's what he really wanted. Tonight has been the best talk yet. Sorry, I was trying to give him full attention. He's out for a run now. On August 9th, 2018, Shanann texts a friend a handwritten letter she drafted to give to her husband, in which she says, I don't know how they fell out of compatibility, quoting him. On 
On August 11, 2018, Chris hires a babysitter, saying he's going to the Colorado Rockies game with his co-workers. In fact, he is taking Nicole on a date to a sports bar in Erie, Colorado. On August 12, 2018, Chinan sends a, a friend a draft of a speech she plans to give her husband the next day she returns to Colorado. Um, the message says, Can you please tell me something? Because just like you, I'm in my head. I try to fix things and make them better, and this is making me crazy. I know that you need time, and I want to give you what you're asking for and respect your space. I need some time. This place that I'm in, in my head, is not a good place. It is not healthy for me or Nico. I need you to help me help you. I need you to just give a little bit of what I did or what I didn't do so I'm not going crazy in my head to figure it out. I know that I can't fix this by myself, that we are going to have to work together. On August 13, 2018, at 1.48 a.m., a neighbor's surveillance camera captures Shanann returning home from her business trip. Chris told investigators that he was sleeping when his wife came home. He said that she initiated sex, and then they went to bed. Later that morning, Chris and Shanann got into an argument when he wakes up for work. According to his testimony, he told investigators that his wife accused him of cheating, and he quote-unquote snapped. And then he strangled her to death. That doesn't... Mm. I'm just going to say this. Why not leave? Why are men so insistent on rather taking a murder charge than just getting effing divorced? Is it... Is it the control issues that men like over women? Mm -hmm. What is it? Please tell me. It's definitely, I feel like, power control having it's the it's the whole if i can't have you no one can mentality oh my god but you didn't even want her exactly exactly you obviously didn't love her you were cold and distant and she had every right to leave that relationship she should have left it long ago it didn't sound like he was a great guy like at even all. though she didn't that's not her fault mm -hmm. like he as soon as he got into the relationship with Nicole, and they were obviously thinking of things about, like, they were obviously seriously discussing things because she was, she was looking, looking up, up wedding dresses. For two hours. Okay, and then he tries to pull this bullshit of, well, uh, I just thought that uh, she was into me. Like, I, I just thought that she was pursuing me. I didn't think that I was actively pursuing her. Uh, bitch, okay. shut the fuck up, okay? No offense. If you're a sexual person and you sext somebody or have sex with somebody and take them out on dates and discuss your future in terms of we and not I and you, they're obviously going to think that you're in a relationship yeah. and they're obviously going to think that it's a very serious relationship, especially if you tell them that your divorce is final. Yeah, he told them as they were going to the North Carolina trip, which was months before this, months before he actually killed her, I think it was like two to three months, he's like, dude hello what are you doing he i think of him and i just want to punch him in his face he does not he never loved her he never loved those kids at all and the fact the balls he had to sit there and lie to everyone just straight up lie she did it she hurt the children like what According to Chris, the noise of the fight wakes up Bella and she enters the bedroom and asks, what's wrong with mommy? August 13th, 2018, at 5.27am, footage surveillance shows that Watts loading up his work truck and leaving home. Chris later tells investigators that both girls sat on the bench seat of his truck and he drove out to an oil site where he works to dump Shanann's body. Which... In the Netflix movie, American Murder, The Family Next Door, which is a great movie, by the way, he also states that he puts Shanann on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like, so the, she's on the floor, and then Bella and Cece are sitting in the seat above it. That's... Which is sickening in itself. That is so... Like, I'm... I get it, it's a decomposing body, but you're not even gonna have enough respect to... I don't know... Maybe it's a truck. Maybe put, yeah. put her in the back of the truck and not expose your children to their dead mother's body. Well, he knew the kids were going to die anyway. That's what that confirms for me. 
He knew they were going to die. Oh, uh, like he knew that he was going to kill them? Yeah, he knew that he was going to kill them. That's why he didn't try any harder to cover it up. He also states in the movie um, that it took him, what, like 45 minutes to an hour to get there? Yeah, it. he said it's about 45 minutes to an hour drive. So you're telling me that you had... You know what, let's do the math really quick. So let's say that this took an hour. You're telling me that he had 60 chances, even if he thought about it for a minute, like every minute of that hour, that he could have like fucking pulled over? No, he was not going to. Like, why, w- why would he? He already killed the mom. He can't why kill now. your children? They have nothing to do with it. But they do. They're they're a, They're a obstacle for him he can't just leave and do what he wants the other chick is young and doesn't have a kid he'd have to find a babysitter and spend time with them it's like owning a dog you have to go and hang out with it or let it's just gonna run wild oh my god chris mr watts at the oil fields chris smothers his daughters with the blanket before dropping their bodies into two separate oil tanks What? It should be noted that until his November 2018 trial, Chris had maintained that Shanann killed their daughters. Only after his conviction, also in November, did Chris detail to investigators how he also killed Bella and Celeste. August 13, 2018, at 10.10 a.m., after disposing the bodies of his wife and daughters, Chris looks up the lyrics to a Metallica song, Battery, which has a line, Cannot Kill Family. The, the song contains the lyrics, Smashing through the boundaries, Lucini has found me, Cannot stop the battery, Pounding out the aggression, Turns into obsession, Cannot kill the battery, Cannot kill the family. In an interview with investigators in February 2019, after he was sentenced, Chris said he was looking up the lyrics to the song because Nicole liked it and asked him what it meant. He denied looking up the lyrics on the way to or from the oil site after the murders. It's also stated in the movie that after the murders took place, who did they say he called? He called they, like he called the school he call, yeah, to, to tell s- them that they they're unenrolled, and he called um, the realtor to put the house up for sale, and he called Nicole, his girlfriend. On August thirteenth, two thousand eighteen, at twelve twenty-seven p.m., the Watts realtor texts the couple, and Chris chats with her about the current state of their home and what they're looking for in the new house. What? Hmm? Wait, what, why was the basement unfinished? I don't know who that is. Um, it, the, the, I'm sorry, I'm just getting a little confused, but I'm just going to read it because maybe the viewers will know what it's talking about. Hi, I'm assuming this is the realtor texting Shanann and Chris. Hi, I'm working on your market analysis. I would like to bring up my listing coordinator with me when I bring it. Did you finish the basement? Any other upgrades? Um, and then it says chat 229066. Basement is still unfinished. No other upgrades. Um, I'm assuming that that's from Shanann's cell phone because that's the only other person that's listed in the chat. Yeah. Because on the other page it says Chris, so I'm assuming that that's Shanann's phone, but it was just or- undergoing text analysis. I don't know. I get. Oh, I don't yeah, know. probably because. Um,. And the realtor text, there's a house in your neighborhood um, that looks the same model. Do you agree? Confirming three-car garage. And then Chris text, three-car garage. I will drive by the address when I get home. Um, At one point, the realtor questions why Shanann hasn't weighed in on their conversation. Um, So Chris says, you're welcome. And then the realtor says, is Shanann okay? She hasn't weighed in all day because... She's also CC'd Shanann to this text conversation. 
Um, and Chris states, she hasn't been around all day. It's very odd. And the realtor says, that's really weird. You must be worried. Have you checked with her friends or called and reported her missing? Chris says, I've done it all. Police are handling it now. Send prayers, please. And the realtor says, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Lots of prayers. August 13th, 2018 at 1.40 p.m., Shanann's friend Nicole Attic atkinson left reports of her missing and that she can't get a hold of her shanann's friend told the police at the time that she went to the watts home and saw shanann's car in the garage and found it suspicious when no one answered the door when chris spoke to police that day he said that his wife had told him that she was taking the girls to a friend's house but didn't specify which friend after looking through the house, a neighbor invites Chris and a police officer to use his property to review his home surveillance footage, which disproves Chris's story that his wife left with the girls while he was at work. On August 14th, 2018, in the afternoon, Chris appears on Denver 7 to talk about his wife and daughter's disappearance. At one point, he says, Shanann, Bella, Celeste, if you're out there, just come back. If somebody has her, just please bring her back. I need to see everybody. I need to see everybody again. This house is not complete without anyone here. On August 15th, 2018, in the evening, after police discover Chris Watts has a mistress and that he fails a lie detector test, he admits to strangling his wife and burying her in the shallow grave at the oil site. At the time, he refused to take any responsibility for the deaths of his daughters, saying that Shanann had smothered them. On August 15, 2018, at 11.30 p.m., Chris Watts is arrested for suspicion on three first-degree murder charges and three charges of tampering with a deceased human body. On August 16, 2018, in the afternoon, Shanann's Watts' body is discovered in the shallow grave near the oil site. The bodies of two girls are found inside the two oil tanks. On August 21, 2018, Shanann's family appears in court as Chris is arraigned. November 6, 2018, Watts pleads guilty to all nine charges against him. Wait, what? What do you mean? Say the day again. November 6th, okay. 2018, okay. Chris Watts pleads guilty to all nine counts against him. So he just waited, like, two months. Um, in pleading guilty to all five counts of first-degree murder, Chris Watts n negated his initial story that his wife killed their daughters and that he assumed responsibility to killing all three himself. Two additional murder charges were added because the children were under the age of 12. He also pleaded guilty to three counts of tampering with a deceased human body and one count of unlawful termination of pregnancy. On November 15, 2018, Nicole speaks out in an interview with the Denver Post. Of in the, she does. <laughs> in the interview, Nicole says that Chris Watts told her he was separating from his wife and that she never knew Shanann was pregnant. He lied about everything, she said. In November... 19th of 2018, Chris is sentenced to three consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. In February 18th of 2019, Chris speaks to three investigators at the federal prison where he is serving his sentence and finally tells them the whole story of how he killed his wife and kids. On September 30th, 2020, Netflix releases a documentary on the case called American Murder at the Family Next Door. Great documentary. On October 6th of 2020, People Magazine reports that Watts has received an influx of letters from women since the Netflix documentary came out. What the hell? Why? Why are people flocking to him? He's disgusting. Many of the women thought he was handsome and felt compassion for him. He had nothing better to do. So he wrote them back, and he started having pen pals. A couple of them stood out, and they've kept contact. I'm going to say this. I mean, you have to say this. But as a fellow woman, or somebody that is non-binary and used to identify with being 100% a woman, um, how fucking dare you? How can you... Okay, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with fucking Ted Bundy. Everybody was like, oh my god, he's so pretty. I don't fucking care if they're he attractive. 
okay? I don't care if they're attractive to you. Can you fucking not separate fucking attraction and the horrible things that they've done? He murdered his children who were both under, like, 12 years old. They were very young children. He murdered his wife and his fucking pregnant wife. He smothered his children. He killed his wife and disposed of their body inside a fucking oil tank. And you want to be this guy's fucking pen pal? That's gross. You you should be ashamed of yourselves, honestly. Do you do you not have anything better to do? Can you not go to fucking yoga class? I don't know. Yeah, get on Tinder. Like, do something else other than fucking pen paling a murderer, a, a literal murderer. That's he's gonna kill you and your kids if you're not careful. And also, some people are victim blaming Shanann and Bella and Celeste, and I just want to say, um, fuck you guys. Um, this podcast will never be a podcast to where I will victim blame. I've been a victim too many times. We're not about that. If you believe in that, um, unsubscribe now. Don't follow. Leave a shitty review for all I care. Give us two-star rating, if you will. We don't care what you think or what you think of us, especially with this man and this case specifically. Chris Chris Watts can rot in hell. Truly. October 8th, 2020, meanwhile, Chris Watts' parents, Ronnie and Cindy Watts, tells the son that they still love their son, despite what he did. Ronnie told the son that they regularly speak with their son, who is heartbroken and has become religious. Cindy says, there's not one day that goes by that she doesn't think about what their son did to their daughter-in-law and grandchildren. I go to sleep with them on my mind. I will never, ever get over this. It's something that stays with you. Uh, yeah, you know, you know how I know that it's something that sticks with you? Hmm. is because that's what Shanann's family has to deal with. Oh, and also the fact that people were bullying their family because Chris was lying. Saying, oh no, yeah, she did it. She killed the kids. That's why I had to kill her. What? That doesn't even make any sense. Why wouldn't you call the cops? You know? I'm just gonna handle it on my own. Okay, even if you did that, call the cops still. Like, he could have gotten away with it, I think, if he would have just stuck with his story. It just... I am going to say this now, and I get that viewpoints change, opinions change, I am not the same person that I was when I was 16, so I might say this and then regret it like two years later, but if I have a kid, and my kid gets married, and then they kill their spouse and their children. I'm not forgiving that kid. I, I'm not going to stand behind them. In fact, I'm going to argue for the opposite. I'm going to argue that they should never get out of prison. Mm-hmm. I'm going to advocate for them to go to jail. I'll testify against Unconditional love? Nope, not for me. Uh, your parent is a criminal justice major that will hopefully finish college and actually get their degree. Um, my love is not unconditional on the fact that if you commit a horrendous crime like that i do not have your back at all in fact i will probably pay for the fucking prosecutor for the family i will do anything for their forgiveness not for yours future kids sorry to say that you should know that about your parent now are you asleep no i'm awake Okay. You just looked like you were asleep. Well, my eyes are getting real itchy. I'm I'm sorry. Do you want a Benadryl? No. Then I will pass out (laughs) if I take a Benadryl. I just... I feel... So what happens is the corners get itchy. Do you want a warm rag? That might work. I'll get you a warm rag after we finish this EP. Yeah, I just have to... I'm like a a dog. If they have allergies, you gotta wipe them down after coming inside. (laughs) It's okay. I'll get you a rag. I mean, I'm just gonna, and I have nothing against parents that love their kids unconditionally to get back to my original point. I'm just saying everything is perceptive. Everything is in your own person type of way. I personally could not do that. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Like that to me is very black and white. There is no gray area. Like, okay, maybe there would be a gray area on, like, accidental death if my kid, like, accidentally killed someone, but I don't know, man. Well, can we even say that his parents 
love those kids because they they were trying to give her nuts and she's highly allergic. Like, can we even say they actually love those kids? I don't know. I don't think you can. Um, also, Chris's Watts parents tried to collect the $450,000 in insurance money from Shanann's murder. Uh, Chris had a $450,000 life insurance policy through his employer that would pay out in the event of an untimely death. Um, the sum consisted of $300,000 for Shanann and $75,000 for each of the girls. And then they're trying to collect. Like, who are y'all? What is wrong with you people? Who got um, the money, if anyone? That's what I'm reading. Uh, blah, 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 blah. This result, um, it says this resulted in the two parties going to court to fight for the money. At the end, the insurance company washed its hands of the entire matter by just depositing the funds into an account that was then paid out to the lawyers in the case. <laughs> um, they have reached a settlement. Whoa, what the hell did you I think that's a spam link. Okay. I don't think. I, yeah, I think that's a spam. Okay, I'm not going to click like, it. Yeah, I don't that. think that that's. I think that's like one of those. Whoa, what? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, So it's not really. They probably had to reach a settlement and split the money up evenly. Um, I personally do not think that Chris's parents should have gotten any of the life insurance money because no. they wouldn't have been dead if Chris hadn't killed them. Yeah. He. Him and his family, like the extent, his extended Untimely family, death. Me. Untimely death, not premeditated. I'm just saying. Just saying. I think that's fucking obvious, but whatever. Chris also tried to say that he only attacked Shanann and killed her because he caught her strangling one of their daughters. That, that, that was one of his stories. I know, and the, he he said that, and then he immediately revoked it and was like, oh yeah, I did it. Like, dude, your story's not going to hold up, ever. There's no way that woman killed her own kids. She, from, her Facebook is live proof that she loved her kids to death. Loved them to death. Quite literally, unfortunately, too. Uh, fuck this guy. That's all I gotta say. Apparently, also, he's now seeing their ghost in prison, which, uh, good for him. Yeah. That's good for him. Did. I hope they haunt you till you fucking die, bitch. Yeah. I hope somebody drops your dead body in an oil drum. Alright. <laughs> Damn. What? Do you think he'll ever... No, there's... He's, he's life without parole, right? Yeah, he'll never get out of yeah. prison. Thank God. And because he pled guilty, I don't think that he'll get the death penalty either. I think that was pretty much off the table from the start. That's fucking insane. He needs to die. Unfortunately, <laughs> like, I, d I don't see that lightly. I mean, either. he will die. I just hope that he... I mean, I'm pretty sure he already does regret it because he got caught. But you have to think about it. He says that he feels remorse and some people think that he's innocent. Okay, if this man was innocent or felt remorse, why didn't he turn himself instantly? Why did he keep up this facade that somebody took the girls or Shanann just left? Yeah, he could have confessed and been like, it was me. Like, if they wouldn't have caught on to him? No, this would have this would have been one of those unsolved cases that you hear about 30 years later. 
He didn't feel guilty, not in my eyes. Because if they wouldn't have caught on to him, he wouldn't have confessed. Also, he was sloppy. Like, using the card, having just a straight-up, outright affair with some other woman that you work with. Like, someone was going to find out. People were going to tell. The police were going to find out. And then that's probable cause right there, in my opinion. You have a girlfriend? There's your motive. Killing your family. Because she's young. Isn't she, like, a few years younger than him? And she has no kids. We know that. I don't know their age difference. I don't think it was... Uh, Shanann was 34 at the time. Mm -hmm. And he was 33. So Shanann was one year older than him. And then, uh, what about Nicole? Um, 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 let me see. Uh, It doesn't say. I don't care, though. I'm pretty sure they're not in a relationship anymore. Pretty sure after that happened, she was like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Imagine you dating a murderer. Imagine if she would have actually supported him. Uh, she would have gotten anything that she deserved at that point in my eyes. If you support a murderer, I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's it. I think that ends our Chris Watts rant. Well, also, okay, another thing is, let's talk about, so there's a documentary on Netflix that you can watch, and it just basically tells you more in depth what we told you, and gives you physical evidence, Um, but there's a scene in there where her friend, like, Shanann hasn't been answering the phone all day, and her friend goes to check up on her, and he's at work. And they call the cops, and he comes home, and they're talking to the cops in the living room, right? I don't know if it's the neighbor's, I think it might be the neighbor's living room, because the neighbor has I think so, yeah. a camera, uh, like an outside camera, you know, just facing their cars. And um, they're reviewing it, because you can see Chris, like, pulling in and out of his driveway. And in the background, well, because it's on the police uh, policeman's body cam, the TV is playing. And Chris is talking, and he's, like, um, just explaining what's going on. And in the background of the TV, um, there's, he tells, he explains that she's pregnant. They found out recently that she, like, is pregnant. And the TV is just, like, it's just commercials, you know, the TV's just on and playing. And it shows, like, a fetus, like a little baby inside of his stomach, right? As, like, a little... That's the little scene. And then the next scene is, like, a skull or something. And if that isn't, like, signs, if that isn't the the girls in Shanann, like, giving signs, then I don't know what that is. Because that was crazy to watch. Crazy to see. And then there's another... There's another freaking thing about, um... Remember you told me about this? Nicole being into, like, witchcraft... Okay, that was a theory. That was a theory. That I know I'm not gonna say that with like full intent of But it was a theory because they found like crystals under the girls' beds. Right? Yeah, it was like a book or a crystal or something that was found. Weird. I'm I think that Nicole also, from what I read on a Reddit thread, um she supposedly and I'm saying supposedly, not this is not me slandering anyone. Um, supposedly she googled, I think it was, um, the mistress of Scott Peterson, like, what her name was, or if people hated her or something, Mm -hmm. which I also thought that that was fishy. Do you think she knew? What do you mean? That he killed them, like, or he was planning on it? Because I know she says, no, I had no clue, it was a shock, but, like. I think that. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I think that, yeah, I think that she knew. I think that... You think she at least had an idea? I think that she at least had a feeling, even if she didn't act on it. I think that she at least had a feeling. Or maybe she didn't and I'm completely wrong. But, I don't know, man. I, it's too... Sorry. 
my computer keeps going. He, like, I don't know. It's too sloppy, but it's also too calculated for me. Like, he knew what he was doing, but also, in other ways, he didn't. Like, going out on dinner and using your card, you know Shanann's gonna look at that. Why did you do that? Like, why? Well, he says, after a certain point, like, I didn't even try and hide it anymore. What's wrong with him? I want to know. You're asking me. I, I don't know. <laughs> I want to know if there are any mental health issues. If there's any like, I think they did like psych test him, and I don't think that. I don't think they found anything. So he's just a piece of shit. I mean, from my knowledge, yeah, I think that he's just a pos. Sadly. Let's make a prediction. Do you think he'll, like, when do you think he'll die in prison? Um. You think he'll get old or do you think he'll die? 2038. I think that Chris Watts will die in 2038. 17 years, he's 33 when that happened. So he's probably like 36 now. So 52. Sure. What is your prediction? I don't know. I have a really, like... I feel like he's gonna try to pull the crazy card. And, like, something is going to happen to where he well, doesn't he, have to stay. He could go to, like, a mental facility and just chill there. Oh, you think? Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, he's already said he, I see ghosts. I see the ghosts of my dead children or whatever. And it's like, what are you trying to get at? You're stuck there, bud. And I really think he's gonna try to pull the I'm crazy card and really play it out the next couple years. <laughs> And then attempt to be transferred to like a. Well, do they they have mac like, maximum security mental health hospitals and like stuff like that, right? I am not that far into my degree. <laughs> I assume usually from what I've heard, uh, if people are getting like beat up and stuff too much, they will. Um, I mean, they could put them in a mental asylum. They, they will. I, yeah, they'll either move them to the infirmary ring, or sometimes they'll just put them in. Uh, what's it called? Solitary. Yeah. Solitary, solitary confinement. confinement. Well, isn't that where he's seeing the ghost? Isn't he in solitary confinement? I thought. I. I don't know. I want to say. Yes, I want to say yes that he is in solitary confinement i want to say yes what i'm just it says chris chris watts is in prison um, he is currently being held at Dodge Correctional Institution, a maximum security prison in, uh, don't, don't, don't kill me on this one, Wapoon, Wisconsin. Watts has allegedly purposely moved out of Colorado for security reasons. He is on lockdown 23 hours a day. Oh my god. He's not seen the American Murder, the family, the documentary. No, but women have wrote him about it. I read that, remember? Because mm-hmm. he has pen pals or whatever. It makes him feel a lot of shame. But he also knows that he brought it upon himself. Wow. The man has common sense. Yeah, it says, A source who has regular contact with Watts told people... <laughs>
and he supposedly found religion. Yeah, I also read that. But, like, what is he actually doing in there, though? I don't understand. Whoa, what? What? Did you see that he had to pay the family? No. What do you mean? Shanann's family also filed a civil lawsuit against him. Watts reportedly agreed to pay the family for the damages. One million for each death, plus three million for emotional distress, with an 8% annual interest rate. Six million dollars. Dang. Okay. Whoa, well, did you read this? What? It contributed to a book about the murders. Um, oh, I think I was starting to read that. Um, some grim... Sherilyn Cadle, I guess, is the author. Um, she learned a ton of information, according to Daily Mail. Some grim details include that Watch tried to cause Shanann to miscarry their son, Nico, after his mistress... Kessinger, I think that's Kessinger, told him she wanted to give him his first son. He also reportedly felt no remorse after he killed Shanann. All I could feel was now I was free to be with Nikki. Feelings of my love for her were overcoming me. I felt no remorse, he said. Well, there it is, folks. Like, it's right there in front of everyone's face. I don't understand why people are still being his pen pal, still supporting him, still forgiving him. How can you go from... I feel remorse every day, and then turn around and be like, no, I actually did this because I don't want to be with her. I want to be with my mistress. anything to do with him a source told people magazine he's on the lowest social tier of the entire prison he's in protective custody because if he's around other men inmates he'd be in real danger he's probably the most hated man in the prison because he killed children there's a definite pecking order in jail and someone who hurts or kills kids is at the very bottom Okay, so this is from Daily Mail, but it says... Oh my god, is he serving five life sentences plus 84 years? And it says he and fellow inmate Dylan Tallman were both disciplined in July after Watts' underwear and a jar of Vaseline were found in Tallman's cell. They were placed in separate units of the Wisconsin prison after several items that Watts had bought from the prison commissary were found in Tallman's cell. Reports suggest the discovery showed the two were having sex. It is a breach of prison discipline for one inmate to give items to another. But the discovery was totally innocent, Tallman's fiance, Krista Riquello, 42, told Daily Mail in an exclusive interview. interview. Watts was just trying to help his friend out. I can definitely prove that my fiance is not gay and neither is Chris Watts. She added, I don't believe through any force of circumstance because they were locked up that they were led to have any sexual contact. This woman is delusional, in my opinion. I, uh, well, first of all, this woman is 42 and her fiancé is 32. Gross. 
Second of all, you're telling you're this man is in prison, and the only interaction he's getting are pen pals from random women he doesn't even know, who are just consoling him, telling him how handsome he is from a fucking documentary he's never seen and never will see. Plus, he's at the bottom of the fucking pecking. He is at the bottom of the food chain in prison. He is going to get what he can, when he can, where he can. That's all I'm going to say. And you are entitled to your opinion. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't want to make an opinion. I don't I don't like know how him. I feel about it. So We will be recording two episodes after this back to back and I will be releasing them all back to back as soon as we are done recording. I will not edit them. They will be of low quality, but at least you guys will get caught up. I sincerely apologize. We don't. What? We needed to take that break. Okay, we needed the break, okay? I apologize that we kept you guys waiting for three months with no warning. That's three my bad. Three not months. Oh, yeah. Three weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine Jesus, if it was three, three months? months. I mean, we're not that popular yet, so would anybody really notice? But. Maybe they did. Hopefully you guys did. Yeah, they are probably like, what the fuck? Maybe they just quit. Yeah. Maybe they just decided to Surprise, quit. Surprise, bitch. Nope, we're back. We're still here. Uh, just a little mental health break. I'm probably not even going to add theme music. I don't think anybody really cared about the theme music. What? Uh, what you cared about the theme yes, music? Yes, you better add theme music. I, okay. I said... Okay, fair. Okay, alright. Well, just let's end on this. If you were out there and you were pin-palling a prisoner, no matter who it is, and you know for a fact that man has done some heinous shit, like killed his family. I don't mind pin palling prisoners. They need it. Some people are in there for dumb things. But if, like, Chris Watts, for example, does not deserve time or attention or your stamp money. Don't even put money towards that man. Because I know they're putting money on his books. His oh, commentary. commentary books? Yeah. You know people are sending him money. I wish... Oh my god, Chris Watts... <laughs> Imagine if that was you. Let's. What is the statistic at the end of the documentary? Three uh, women every day. One, yeah, three women every day get murdered. Are killed by their ex partner or current partner. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it said something about family annihilation murders. Um, are almost always men. Are virtually all. It said yeah, they're almost always men, and then virtually almost always uh, premeditated. Yeah. Like, pause and think for a second. Who am I writing to? Why am I giving Why you am I writing to this yeah. person first off? Why? What do you do you What does that say about you? Not to be a bitch, but what does that say about you? You're probably a Ted Bundy sympathizer. Get the fuck out of here. No. This is not the podcast for you. No. Get leave. Out. Leave. I'll come to your house and I'll bully you. Yeah. You leave. To, I will take your stamps leave. away. Leave. You know what? For everybody that romanticizes killers like this, um You've got Could you say it to the family's face? Honestly? Could you? Pause and think for a sec. Put yourself in that woman or man's shoes that got murdered. Like, could you go up to Shanann's family and be like, yeah, I understand what Chris did, but he's attractive. I'd punch you in your fucking face. Yeah, I would. Anybody ever comes up to me like that and they're like, well, they were attractive. I would be like, you're not about to be and then deck them. You're you're mentally ill. You need to seek mental help. Something is not clicking in your head. You have a death wish. It's awful. I... Oh my god, trigger warning. One of our trigger warnings is personal call-out to the weirdos that like Chris Watts. If you're triggered, go seek help. We can list a psychiatrist number right now. 1-800-GET-HELP-BITCH. Like, <laughs> seriously. You need mental... Uh, yeah, please get therapy for yourself. That's scary. This isn't okay. This isn't quirky behavior. If you think that Chris Watts is justified in doing what he did or sympathize with him, quote-unquote, just because he's attractive or didn't mean it, um, get fucking therapy. Because, like, imagine... This is... That's highly upsetting that multiple women are 
writing to him. I don't understand why they want to. Why? You didn't watch that documentary and it didn't absolutely disgust you? Think of your own dad. I got angry. Yeah. I got angry. You think about... Because I know a bunch of you, you're probably fucking incels. Even you women. What does that even mean? It means you're incelibate. So, like, incel short for, like... Incelibate? Like, not able... What? Because, you know... Like, infertile? No. You oh, just, okay. Like, so stupid? So, incel is basically... You want to have... You want to have, like, sexual relations. You want to date someone. And you're not really getting the action you want. You're not getting that opportunity to date someone. And then you blame it on them. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I'm amazing and these, these women suck. No. It's not me. It's them. They can't realize how good of a guy, how handsome oh, okay. I am. Yeah, That's yeah, an yeah, incel. Yeah. Um... I think even women can be incels, that's all I'm going to say. And you probably all are, the people that are writing to him. And it's sad. Go look at yourself in the mirror and think, hmm, what if my future husband killed me and my unborn child and my two little girls? Well, How, do how would think, I feel? How do you think Shanann feels? Yeah, how do you think... Like, from heaven, from death, from the great beyond. How do you think Shanann feels? Knowing that... Like, seeing, or at least being knowing that people are like fawning over chris after he brutally murdered her and her children and it's not like he he cheated on her for one and then decided he wanted to murder her like that and just divorce divorce me break up with me don't fucking murder me like was he that like why did you have to resort to murder she's not she wasn't a violent person like she shows. seemed, from the documentary and the text messages that I read, a very understanding person. Yeah, she cared for him. She admitted at times that she was belittling Chris and apologized. Yeah. Or was going to apologize. And even in the letters, she was like, she she knew that something was up. Because she was like, I'll always work hard and I'll work the best I can for this yeah, relationship. Love you no always hard. and forever. Yeah. No. Stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to give up on us. Like. And then he wants to claim... No, I murdered Shanann because she murdered the girls. Fuck you. No. Fuck you. You can rot. That's and, not fair to anyone. And that is all I have to say about Chris Watts. Um, don't ever ask me my opinion on this man again because this is it. I will never talk about this piece of shit again. I don't care. Much. I'm not going to give him more notoriety than um, is earned. I will not read his book or a book that he has collaborated with on. I don't care because you know what? Anything in my mind that that man says is going to be a fucking lie. And that's that. That's all I got to say on that. Three women every day. Three women every day. That's all you have to know. That's all you should know. And that's what should stop you from sending him letters sympathizing with him sympathizing with anyone that is like him three women every day die from an ex-partner also i just want to say that almost always if it can be possible i will have the cover art be the victims of these crimes and not the offenders no they don't deserve any recognition they don't deserve any spotlight any type of like attention every time of day they are pieces of shit and that's on that bye guys enjoy your day <laughs> fuck chris watts